because microdosing is helping you expand your consciousness. And when you expand your consciousness, it's going to clear that channel of chaos within your mind to the channel of the divine. Hi friends, and welcome back to the Advice My Friends Ignored podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Brothers, and today I want to talk to you about the effects of microdosing psilocybin. I have been wanting to microdose for the longest time, because if you've been following me on socials for a while or listening to this podcast for a while, you know that I'm a certified holistic wellness coach, and I'm always just looking for new and effective ways to improve my overall well-being as well as my clients in ways that are holistic, you know, natural ways rather than resorting to, you know, traditional Western medicine. Not that there's anything wrong with that, of course, but I always just like to explore all the alternatives when it comes to improving our overall well-being. And so I have tried for so, so long to find some way to microdose because I just believed in the magic of it. And I believed in the fact that it was going to actually help rewire my brain to serve me in a positive way. And it has absolutely done that. So in this episode today, I kind of just want to dive into my experience with microdosing, you know, how I kind of got into it, as well as all the benefits that I've experienced, and also how you can get started and kind of just talk about what it is in general. And I know you guys know this, but I just want to preface that I am in no way, shape, or form a doctor, and I'm not prescribing this or recommending this to anyone. I'm simply creating this episode to share my personal experience with microdosing psilocybin and the benefits that I've experienced since starting this journey. If you feel called to try it for yourself, please know that you are 100% responsible for your actions as well as any of the subsequent consequences. So just know that I am not prescribing this by any means, but if you are interested in learning more, please don't hesitate to reach out or if you want to try for yourself because you feel ready and you've done your due diligence on all things in relation to microdosing, you can check out the link in the show notes. That is my trusted source that I've been using for a little over four months now and I highly, highly recommend them. I've just had a really good experience, so if you'd like to give them a shot, go for it. (laughs) But with that being said, let's dive on into this episode together. And as always, please be sure to like, rate, share, or subscribe to this podcast so we can continue growing this community of amazing souls together. And also don't forget to tag me on social media if you're listening, just so I can show you some love. I genuinely appreciate every single one of you and I want to give you as much love as I can and just thank you for your support and for being here. So with that being said, let's dive on into this episode and start learning and growing together. So as I said at the beginning of the episode, I've been wanting to microdose for a long, long time. I've dabbled with mushrooms before. I, I tripped years ago, I want to say back in like 2014, and it was an interesting experience just because I was such a different person then, like, oh my god, that was almost, what, 10 years ago at this point, or nine years ago, it's wild to think about. (laughs) Um, Damn, I'm old, but (laughs) no, I was in such a different state of mind at that point in my life, so my intention of taking mushrooms at that point in my life was so much different, like, I was just doing it for the hell of it, you know, to have a good time. Whereas now I'm microdosing with mushrooms with psilocybin 
with the intention to heal, with the intention to rewire my brain so that I can have a more evolved consciousness and just feel more present and more mindful and just generally more happy in every moment. And it's been an awesome journey up until this point. You know, I've really enjoyed the experience of microdosing. It's very subtle. It's not something where you're going to take once and experience life-changing benefits. It doesn't work like that. And I'll dive into that, you know, in this episode. But it's something that's just a very subtle change. I've had so many conversations with some of my friends who want to try it. And they're like, oh, like, I want to try it, but I want to do it with you. And I'm like, it's not something you really do with another person. If you were tripping on mushrooms or LSD or, you know, some other kind of psychedelic totally. Like you want someone to be there as your guide or support system. I get that because you're probably going to end up hallucinating and just experiencing a lot of auditory and visual changes. (laughs) But I respond to my friends. I'm like, it's not something you do with someone else. It's something that happens over time. Like it's something that requires consistency and it's just really subtle changes that evolve and take place over time. And so with that being said, kind of let's talk about what microdosing is. So microdosing is the act of consuming a microdose of psilocybin. It's typically around 0.2 to 0.3 grams, and you're taking it with the intention to heal. A typical dose of psilocybin when you're tripping is about two to three grams, and that's a medium strength dose. So you are really taking a minimal amount of psilocybin. That's why it's called a microdose. If you've ever tripped on mushrooms or another form of psychedelic like LSD, acid, MDMA, or, you know, whatever else, you likely experience some changes in your visual and auditory perception along with probably experiencing some vivid imagination of experiences and probably more intense emotions. Microdosing is not anything like that. Microdosing is not like that even in the slightest. It is such a minimal amount of psilocybin that you're not meant to notice on a day-to-day basis. It's something that you take consistently with the intention to create new neural pathways in the brain. And when you start to create these new neural pathways in the brain, you start to create new habits because you're creating these new pathways that are leading you to form new habits. And when you start engaging in more habits on a consistent basis, this creates new feelings because feelings are essentially conditioned thoughts and behaviors, right? So when you are creating new habits and new behaviors, it's going to generate new feelings typically feelings of joy and peace and contentment because you're creating new habits that are actually serving you. And that is the benefit of microdosing psilocybin, at least from my experience. That's what I've experienced over the last four plus months, give or take. Psychedelics in general are typically associated with alterations in your cognition, your perception, and your neurophysiology. And so that's kind of the relation it has in terms of creating new neural patterns pathways because psychedelics are impacting your neuroplasticity, which helps you create new neural pathways in the brain to then create new habits and behaviors and then new feelings. And one of the things that sparked my interest in microdosing psilocybin is I watched this documentary on Netflix called Fantastic Fungi. If you haven't watched it, I highly encourage you to do it. It's a phenomenal documentary and it just goes into extensive detail on the benefits of mushrooms, how many mushroom species there are. And it goes into detail about some of the stories of the people that they're interviewing who have taken psilocybin and have come out of their experience as a whole new 
new person. For example, one of the guys in the documentary experiences a speech impediment. He has a stutter for majority of his life. And then one day he trips, he takes, you know, a moderate strength dose of psilocybin. And I think this is the story, forgive me if I'm butchering it, but he ends up like going out into the woods and there's this huge storm that happens and he ends up going up into a tree. Don't ask me why he did that, I have no fucking idea. But he ends up climbing up into this tree during this massive storm that's occurring. I think that it was like thundering and lightning out. And he just gets this strong inclination to yell out into the universe that he doesn't have a stutter anymore. I think he says something along the lines of like, I'm no longer stuttering or something like that. And he yells this numerous times and then the storm passed and he came back down from the tree and when he got back down, he didn't have a stutter. And to this day, he still doesn't have a stutter. And I think that's absolutely wild and just so fucking cool. So I encourage you to go watch the documentary because there's numerous stories about that. Plus it just gives you such incredible details about, you know, mycelium and just all the different types of mushrooms and fungi and all the different species of mushrooms out there that have such incredible, powerful healing benefits. But anyways, in this documentary, they also talk about this theory called the stoned ape theory. And essentially it's this theory that insinuates that our ancestors ancestors ate wild mushrooms thinking that they were food and the psilocybin in the mushrooms caused the primitive brain's information processing capabilities to rapidly evolve which therefore led to higher consciousness and ultimately to who we are now as humans who have articulated speech and imagination and of course there are definitely other environmental factors that played into our evolution but I 100% believe this theory specifically because of what I've experienced on my microdosing journey, which I'll dive into, of course, in this episode. But that is something that really piqued my interest when I started learning about microdosing psilocybin because I did believe that, you know, it could help evolve consciousness and I wanted to experience that for myself. And I sure have. (laughs) So I really just want to preface that microdosing is not like tripping. If you are interested in microdosing, but you are scared that you're gonna hallucinate, you're gonna have these crazy visual and auditory changes in your perception, or you're just going to have really intense emotions or imagine things. No, I promise you it's not even anything like that. I'm microdosing right now. (laughs) Like I'm microdosing right now. I just went to the gym. I just drove a car. I just cooked breakfast. You know, I'm still present. I'm not hallucinating. I'm not tripping. I'm not having wild imaginative experiences. I'm just, I'm still just living. (laughs) I'm just microdosing. And so with that being said, let's kind of dive into the benefits of microdosing and maybe how it can help you. I'm going to talk about what I've personally experienced and also the time frame of when I started to notice these changes in my own reality. So I've been microdosing for, I want to say a little bit over four months now. And I also want to preface that microdosing is not meant to be a lifelong thing. It's not meant to be used forever. It's meant to bring you healing over the span of 30 to, you know, 120 days or something like that. You know, you can decide 
how long you'd like to microdose, but please just know it's not a forever thing. It's not like taking a vitamin or popping a Prozac when it comes to your anxiety. This is something that's meant to be done very intentionally to help you cultivate more self-awareness, to cultivate more healing, to cultivate more energy and creativity, etc., and just bring you a heightened sense of self-awareness throughout the time that you're microdosing to have you come out on the other end as a new person, you know, someone who's more in alignment with how you want to be, how you want to feel, and how you want to think. And so I do not anticipate microdosing forever. I do have an end date that is coming up, but I truly have experienced so many benefits. So let's talk about them. So at first, I'm going to be super fucking transparent with you. At first, I did experience some anxiety when I first started. I want to say it was like the first two weeks that I started microdosing that I did have a heightened sense of emotions. Granted, I do want to also mention to be extra transparent, I had just come out of an eight-year relationship. <laughs> so, and I also just moved home to my parents' house after being on my own for the last 10 years. So there were a lot of emotional and external factors in my life that may have contributed to how I was feeling. But that is not common. Like I said, you're not meant to feel the dosage of psilocybin in your system. You are meant to just go about your day with positive intention, allowing the psilocybin to slowly create those new neural pathways. So I genuinely just believe that there were a lot of external factors playing into how the psilocybin was impacting me personally. Between coming out of an eight-year relationship, moving home after being on my own for the last decade, and also I was taking the psilocybin on an empty stomach while drinking coffee. Also, not sure why I was doing that because I preach constantly to never have caffeine on an empty stomach, yet here I am consuming caffeine on an empty stomach while also consuming psilocybin. Like, am I good? <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah. When I first started this journey, I definitely wasn't in a good headspace. Just big life changes were happening and I could have maneuvered through the beginning of my microdosing journey probably a bit more mindfully and a bit more productively, but you live and you learn, right? <laughs> so anyways, please just don't don't do what I did. Don't have the capsule first thing in the morning on an empty stomach. Have it with breakfast and have a glass of water and let it ease into your system before, you know, having a cup of caffeine because that's just gonna make you jittery <laughs> in general. Anyways, I took the psilocybin for a month. The first two weeks were an adjustment period, to say the least, as I just mentioned. But after a month of consistently taking it for four days in a row and three days off, creativity was flowing. It was an endless river of just creativity where all of these ideas were flowing. I had so much inspiration all the time. And on top of that, I actually had the vitality and the energy and the productivity levels to actually see these creative impulses through. So I was actually able to receive these creative impulses and then take action on them. On top of that, I just felt genuinely more happy throughout the day. I just felt like my mood was better. Better. Obviously, anything at that point in my life seemed 
better than where I was considering I just came out of an eight-year relationship, so I was going through a lot of emotions. But to me, that speaks volumes because I was feeling really depressed. I was feeling really lost. I was feeling really anxious. I was feeling really hopeless and confused about what I was doing with my life and how I was feeling and what I, what am I even going to do? How am I going to move forward? And it created a sense of hopelessness. But after a month of microdosing, I started to feel more in alignment with my best self. I started to feel happier throughout the day and I started to feel more in tune with just my overall emotions. And I felt less scared to feel my emotions in their fullness without suppressing them. So I felt just more inclined to sit with my emotions. Like it was just this subtle decision to be like, all right, I'm experiencing some anxiety at this moment, but we're not gonna fight it. We're gonna sit with it and we're gonna let it pass through. And I just felt less scared to face these feelings that I was fostering at that point in my life. I, you know, like I said, I was experiencing a lot of anxiety and depression and even anger and guilt and shame, just all the emotions because of the breakup I went through. And I just felt like after a month of microdosing, I felt more inclined to move through those emotions in healthier ways without suppressing them. And this led to things being more vibrant. Like, I feel like my perception of things is just heightened and more vibrant and more positive in general, which is obviously a huge plus when it comes to microdosing. And on top of that, I also just felt more empathy towards myself and others. Like I said, I just felt it was easier for me to sit with and move through my emotions as they were arising. And that is simply due to more empathy. Like I just felt like my heart was more open and ready to give and receive love to myself and also to others. And again, all of these things are super subtle, but I've been keeping track of it as I've gone through this experience over the last four months, because even though they're very subtle changes, they're profound. Like these are profound changes for me and these are common changes for most people. Like this is not, you know, just a personal experience. I mean, it is, but there's also numerous studies of people who have microdosed with psilocybin or even another psychedelic that have come out of the journey with improved mood, an improved state of well-being, improved mental health, more energy, more productivity, more creativity. And it's just amazing to see how much psychedelics can actually really help us rewire our minds to create new habits and new beliefs and new feelings that are actually in alignment with how we're meant to feel, how we're meant to think, and how we're meant to behave and just, you know, having a higher sense of consciousness. And I will link some of the studies that I actually read prior to recording this in the show notes just so you can look at them for your, your own reference and your own due diligence. And then from month one to month three, by month three, I felt so much more present and aware of my thoughts and my triggers, which therefore helped me move through them more effectively. I was able to recognize that I was being triggered in a specific situation and I would be able to pinpoint the thought that was being the trigger for me, you know? And I'd be able to kind of catch myself in the moment to switch that thought process. 
A lot of times I've noticed that I've gotten really triggered while driving. (laughs) And I actually made a TikTok about this like a week or two ago about how if you can't handle the smaller triggers in life, like sitting in traffic or someone cutting you off or someone being rude to you in the store, whatever it may be, just smaller triggers in life. If you're not able to handle those smaller triggers, you're never going to be able to handle the bigger ones. And this is something that I've learned on my microdosing journey is that I've got to be able to deal with these smaller triggers, like getting so frustrated in traffic when people are driving below the speed limit and just things like that that get me so irritated. But ultimately, I have learned to kind of work through those differently because I, you know, change the thought process that I have. Instead of getting mad about the car in front of me that's driving too slow or how I'm sitting in traffic, thinking about how I'd rather be somewhere else, I use that opportunity as an opportunity for growth. I turn that triggering experience into a transcending experience where I'm able to transcend that thought, that thought that's telling me that, I need to be somewhere else or that there shouldn't be traffic or that this car is driving too slow, they should be driving faster or that I need to be home by XYZ and instead I transcend that trigger. I transcend it by telling myself I have nowhere to be. This is an experience of life. Traffic is an experience of life. I cannot control it. I cannot control the car in front of me. I cannot control how this traffic plays out. All I can do is be present. All I can do is accept this situation for what it is and remain aware, remain present, and just use this opportunity to sit with these thoughts and these feelings and let them come like a cloud passing through the sky. And of course, I've known how to do these things for a while now, and these are things that I constantly talk about with my clients, but you know, I'm still a human. I'm still learning and growing every single day. I'm not perfect by any fucking means, (laughs) but by month three, I definitely had this heightened sense of self-awareness, and I was able to feel more present in my day-to-day life and move through these smaller triggers in healthier ways. Another huge thing that I experienced by month three was a heightened sense of intuition. My intuition is more clear than it's ever been. And I genuinely never thought I'd be saying that. Like I, I, for the longest time, I thought I had no intuition. For the longest fucking time, I just thought, I didn't have these psychic abilities or this connection to my higher self or my guides or whatever you want to call it. But the truth is, I actually am very intuitive. (laughs) I just wasn't listening. I wasn't paying attention. And since microdosing and since I've become more present and more aware and more in tune with myself, it's allowed me to strengthen that connection with my own intuition because microdosing is helping you expand your consciousness. And when you expand your consciousness, it's going to clear that channel of chaos within your mind to the channel of the divine. So you are really opening yourself up to receive more divine guidance, divine wisdom, and just also more liberation in general. And so I personally have felt so much more connected to my intuition in the most amazing ways. I feel like I need clarity on something and I receive it instantly because I've cleared the chaos and the chatter and the bullshit of my mind as best that I can. You know, it's obviously an an ongoing journey, but I've cleared so much of it that it's helped open up that channel to the 
divine and also just to my higher self that it allows for inspiration and creativity and my intuition to come through more effectively and more easily and in ways that are easier for me to understand. And just branching off that too, I feel like I'm way more in tune with how the universe is communicating with me. I've always been very analytical and observant of my surroundings. It's a blessing and a curse. (laughs) If you know me, like I'm so fucking analytical. It's honestly debilitating sometimes, but it's also brought me to where I am now and it brought me to what I'm doing here and now. And it's brought me to be able to teach others how to do specific things. And I'm so grateful for that. But having a very analytical mind is exhausting. (laughs) But anyways, I'm an observant person. I'm very analytical. And since starting microdosing, I'm so much more observant of the world around me and how the universe is communicating with me through numbers, through music, through signs, through billboards, through conversations I have with people. And this is true for anyone. You don't need to microdose psilocybin to get to this point. I, I want to really emphasize that. Like meditation will help you do these things as well. Like if you're trying to expand your consciousness or or heighten your intuition or connect and communicate with the universe more. Meditation is how you'll do that, as well as yoga. So you you don't need to do drugs to <laughs> do any of these things. I really want to put a big emphasis on that because the universe is always, always, always communicating with you. It's just a matter of if you're open to receiving that divine wisdom. And that's something that for me personally, microdosing psilocybin has helped me do. Like it's helped me open myself up to receive. The biggest thing that I think I've experienced since microdosing is my confidence has skyrocketed. I mean, all of these things are pretty big changes for me, but I think this is the biggest takeaway that I've had. I just feel so much more confident. I have this new sense of appreciation for myself and it's phenomenal. I feel so much more ready to take risks and put myself out there and have conversations with strangers and just do things that I'm not typically conducive to. And another thing that I've noticed... This may be TMI, but whatever, we're all friends here, right? Is my sex drive has increased. I have not acted on it, I promise you, because I am not trying to (laughs) jump into anything right now. I'm, you know, still coming out of a breakup and I want to take my time with that, but I just feel like I'm fucking horny all the time and I don't understand. And maybe that's because of coming out of the relationship that no longer served me and I left and now it's kind of opened up a lot of repressed or suppressed sexual energy that I have fostered this whole time. Or maybe it's because I have new neural pathways that are just expanding me and opening me up to new things. (laughs) I really don't know. Either way, I don't hate it. Uh, Another thing is my communication in my relationships has improved. I feel less reactive and more responsive. So, and what I mean by that is that a lot of times in the past, I would have conversations with people and get triggered and I would just react instead of slowing down and listening and trying to, you know, separate my ego from the situation and respond with compassion, kindness, and honesty, I would just react. I would just simply react to what the person was saying because I got triggered. And I'm gonna be so honest with you right now. I've been triggered numerous times since moving back into my parents' house, naturally. Like, I've been on my own, living on my own for the last... 10 years, you know, I had roommates or then I had my partner, but I haven't been living with my parents for 
like a decade. So this has been a major adjustment and a rude awakening in a sense for me. I'm Don't get me wrong, I'm super grateful. I'm so grateful to have the opportunity to go home and be home with people who love me and support me as I go through this life change. But there have been a lot of roadblocks that I've hit just because my parents and I are also very different individuals who are in different stages of our lives. And there's, you know, just things that we don't necessarily always agree on and this creates some issues. (laughs) But I've been able to be more aware, again, of my thoughts and my triggers and my emotions, which has helped me to be less reactive in those moments where I do get triggered. And I'm able to be more responsive and respond in ways that are more compassionate and understanding and empathetic to myself, but also my parents and just, you know, anyone in general for that matter. And lastly, another thing that I've really experienced is less cravings. I've had less cravings or desire to drink alcohol, to eat junk food, to watch TV, to really do anything that is not completely serving me in my highest good. And that's been really helpful for me specifically, just because typically I've always been this creature of habit, you know, especially when it came to suppressed emotions. Instead of dealing with my emotions, I'd suppress them and this would lead to binge eating, binge watching, binge drinking, binge smoking or whatever it may be. But since microdosing, it's really helped me kind of cut the cord of those addictions. It's helped me to release the cravings and the desire that I've had to use those short-term coping mechanisms. And this is actually something that microdosing has been known to help. Microdosing actually has been known to help cut addictions and cut bad habits out of your life. And what's interesting too is that in general, psychedelics are not addictive. So that's another thing that other people have been asking me, you know, like, can you get addicted to these? And I don't want to say that you can't, but in general, they're not addictive. Like I said, I microdose four days a week and then I take three days off completely fine. It's not something I wake up and I'm like, oh my god, I need to microdose. Because again, the sensations are subtle, right? It's something that's meant to take place over time with consistent action. It's not something that you're going to experience intense, rapid, immediate benefits. Like if you were tripping, right? You're going to experience that right away. But with microdosing, it's just a vastly different experience. So those are some of the benefits that I've personally experienced in my own journey. And I've truly loved every moment of this journey that I've been on. I know I said I experienced some anxiety at the get-go, but I genuinely believe it was just because of some of the lifestyle choices I was making, as well as the external factors that were occurring in my life. But again, that is not common. So please don't let that deter you from exploring microdosing if it's something that is piquing your interest right now. If you do decide to start microdosing, I do want to share with you some of the things to do in order to help you prepare for the best results. So the first thing, and this is something I probably should have done more of at the beginning of my journey, is you need to prepare your mind and body. So you want a healthy diet, you want to be exercising, you want to be getting sufficient rest, and you want to be incorporating a meditation or a mindfulness practice in your daily routine. Because all of these are going to help you receive the most from your microdose. You want to make sure that you are in a healthy state of mind and body as you embark on this journey. Another thing that you want to do when you start microdosing is to have intention. Again, this is not something 
something that you're doing recreationally. It's not something you're doing for fun. It's not something that you're going to experience benefits from doing it one single time. This is an intentional act with the intention of healing. So when you go into microdosing, you want to have positive intention. The intention that you set is going to help you get from where you are now to where you want to be. Intention is a conscious aim tied to embody action. It's a way that you can start to integrate purpose into the direction you want to be. Microdosing itself opens you up. It opens up new neural pathways in the brain. So it's really important that when you are opening yourself up in these new ways that they are in the direction of who you want to be and how you want to feel. You want to make sure that the new ways you're opening yourself up in are in alignment with the intention that you're setting and so that you you can end up feeling the way you want to feel, thinking the way you want to think, and behaving in the way you want to behave, and just being who you want to be. Make sure to have a positive intention. Every day I microdose, I set an intention, whether it's to just feel more creative, to feel more grounded, to feel more present, or whatever it may be. It doesn't have to be a massive intention, it just has to be an intention that is in alignment with how you want to be. And that intention is going to help get you from where you are now to where you want to be. The next thing is consistency. Microdosing is fucking magic. <laughs> I swear, I swear by it, truly. But it takes consistency and it works over time. So it really works with you to create the transformation you want to create, but that only happens if you are consistent with it. It doesn't happen overnight. So it's really essential that you complete a 30-day cycle or, you know, for the ultimate results to do a 90-day cycle or more, which is what I've been doing. And that's what's led me to experience all of these incredible results in my life. And the last thing I want you to remember is legal disclosure. <laughs> you are 100% responsible for the actions and decisions you make. Microdosing is not legal in most Western countries. So proceed at your own risk and know that you are again, responsible for your own actions and any subsequent consequences. I personally haven't had any issues and I don't know anyone else who has run into issues either, but just be mindful and, you know, remember that you at the end of the day are always, always responsible for every decision you make in your life. So please act responsibly <laughs> and please remember I'm not trying to push this on you. I'm not a doctor. I'm not recommending it, but if you have felt an inclination or calling to try psilocybin, you can take this as your sign if you'd like to. <laughs> but that's where I'm going to end this episode today. I hope you enjoyed it. I've truly, truly have loved every moment of my microdosing journey. It's been so profound and so healing and so therapeutic on so many levels, you know, on a holistic level in general, just because it's helped my mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical well-being improve for the better. And please do not hesitate to reach out if you have any questions at all. If you are interested in trying microdosing for yourself, be sure to check out the show notes. I will link the company that I personally use right now I genuinely love them so much that I reached out to them to see if we could, you know, create an affiliate deal. So I do have a discount code for you to try because I obviously want 
everyone to save money where they can too (laughs) and also experience healing but yeah be sure to check that out and please do not hesitate to reach out if you have any questions that's what i'm here for i'm here to help you on this journey of healing and to help you evolve into the best fucking version of yourself so please never hesitate to connect with me because that's my purpose here that is my passion and i live to do it but anyways i hope you enjoyed this episode i enjoyed recording it just because i'm so passionate about this topic right now because it's brought such immense benefits into my life (laughs) and I'm just excited to share it with you and you know the world essentially but yeah as always please be sure to do something to prioritize your well-being today whether it's going for a walk doing a meditation calling a friend having a big glass of water taking yourself out for a smoothie or a coffee anything at all that's going to make you feel one percent better than yesterday so please be sure to prioritize yourself and keep showing up for yourself thank you again for tuning in and i will talk to you guys soon love you so much